So I wonder, Vanti, if you remember writing this poem at all. I don't remember writing it at all, actually. Mm. Though I do remember the poem. It's one of the poems I've written that I do remember. But what strikes me, which hadn't struck me before, just as you read it, was that uh, the speaker in the poem speaks of the stranger, and yet she seems to know who he is. Hmm? Yes. There's knowledge, but there's also non-knowledge. This struck me just now. And I think that's uh, part of the feeling of the poem. There is fear. The last word of the poem is afraid. Yeah. But on the other hand, there's a sort of confidence hmm, in what is expected. So who is the stranger? Hmm. That's very difficult to say. I think it's probably easier to say who the speaker is. And though I think that would give us a few clues, because there's an interior, hmm? there's a room. And what sort of room is it? It seems to be a very simple room, even a humble room. Huh? The table was scrubbed. Now what sort of table do you scrub? You don't scrub a table of polished mahogany. You scrub a bare wooden table. That suggests simplicity of lifestyle. And the floor is well swept. Hmm? Whoever is speaking is a good housewife, shall we say. But there's also an echo, I think, of some of the poetry, some of the devotional poetry, of George Herbert. He who speaks of the soul, as far as I remember, being right like that, preparing itself, purifying itself, putting itself in order. Hmm? There's a line of his in one of his poems, which I remember, where he says, Who sweeps of her room as for thy laws makes that and the action fine. So here we've got in this poem the sweeping of the floor, the making of everything clean and prepared and ready for the reception of uh, an important guest. Mm. Hmm? Mm. But who is that guest? He or she is only called the stranger. And in your poem, in the text, stranger begins with a capital S. Yes. So it's not just any old stranger, it's the stranger. Hmm. Something, the word occurs to me just now, something as it were almost archetypal. Something coming from another dimension, which is wanted, but which is also feared. And then also there's this other imagery of uh, the moonlight and uh, white like a bride. Why that particular imagery? If one thinks of a bride and a white wedding dress, one thinks of marriage, one thinks of union. Hmm? So maybe there's a question of union between the person, presumably a woman, who is speaking, and the stranger who is at the door. And the fact that the speaker is a woman is confirmed by the fact that the spinning wheel is there. The spinning wheel. A spinning wheel still at my side. She stopped working on her spinning wheel, stopped spinning wool, just waiting with expectancy. So there's a concentration and suspense and a tremor of fear. An association I also had, which you may think relevant or not, is with, uh, for instance, taking LSD. Oh, yes. Yes. 
I took it, of course, twice years ago, and uh, the first time I took it with a good friend, I had no idea what sort of experience I might have or if I might have an experience at all. Hmm? So, after you take the pill or, or whatever, you're waiting for something, mm. yeah? but you don't know what. Hmm? You're supposed to be getting some great experience, but you're not sure what. So that's a bit like waiting for the knock of the stranger. And, but also, going back just to this theme of uh, marriage and union, in the old days, in respectable families, a young woman never knew what was going to happen on the wedding night. This comes out in quite a few novels of the period that I've read. Mm. So, for the young woman, getting married well, is what she wants. But there's something in it that she in marriage that she doesn't yet know anything about. She's not been told anything about. Hmm? Mm. Now, remember, there was a short story by the French writer uh, de Maupassant, and the father warns his daughter just before she gets married. He says, there are some things we haven't told you, we've tried to shield you from, and I have to tell you that there's a brutal side to marriage. And the poor girl does find that out, yeah? Mm. So there is something in a way that is desired, but is also feared. Of course, that sort of situation hardly arises today, certainly not in the West. But that was the situation formerly, I mean, certainly in this country in Victorian times. So there's this associated imagery of marriage, the wedding, something that is wanted, desired, but of which one is a little afraid at the same time, because it's unknown, it's strange. Hmm? So would you have had an experience in your life where you're wanting something to happen or you're waiting for something to happen, but you also are slightly dreading it or you're frightened of it? Does that I, occur? I, I think that does happen in meditation. Ah. And I think I must have had that sort of experience when I was meditating on more than one occasion. Mm. Because it's as though uh, the ego is being nibbled away at, yeah? It's disintegrating. So you want that. But yes, there's a part of you also that's afraid of that happening. Yes. 